into our lives we need the sunshine to uh, not put the heating on anymore yeah need to be gone to just have a little bit of winter sun mm-hmm. hey hey maybe i will need to book a holiday or something to look forward to for a little bit later in the year but i am not here for short days i don't like it i'm not i was not born for I, it I, I do not like it although i was born in january Wait, it's nearly your birthday <laughs> Whenever this goes out, it's either been my birthday or it's nearly my birthday or yeah. maybe it's even on my birthday. Who knows? Hey, pre rest <laughs> So if you don't know now, you do. Uh-huh. Um, this, is, this is the pre-record and today we're going to be talking through all the marketing tactics that you can be looking out for and how to get ahead of the game in 2023. Yes. Um, so that you're able to optimise your marketing strategy for the year ahead and really you know, be that one step ahead, really. Mm-hmm. Things change, don't they? Things change all the time. So we're giving you our marketing predictions and the trends to look out for and what marketing tactics are really going to see you through this next 12 months. I'm going to get you ahead of the game. But before that, anyways, I was just saying, I just want to share with you all about my tiny pen that I've got in front of me. <laughs> oh, your tiny pen? <laughs> it's like two inches long. Who creates a pen like that? I'm very... Stressed about this pen, I can't find another one. So, where's it come from? It is, I'm gonna have a shout out now. Pathway Care Residential, it's in Nottingham. So, it's come from the husband. Oh, I'd imagine so. But what, who? I mean, it's, it's maybe it's for a child. <laughs> what from a care? <laughs> who knows? But anyway, yeah, the end. So, if you hear me huffing and puffing and whatever, it's because of this silly baby pen. <laughs> oh, my word. Hey, you're here, we're here, we showed up. It might be a crazy one today, but we're going to get through it. Yeah. Um, I think we did, we did this last year, didn't we? But we did it inside of our community and probably as well, just going to put it out there, that we'll probably do a live inside of our community. So if you're somebody that um, just wants to catch up on what we're going to talk about or would prefer to have kind of a recap, um, keep your eyes peeled for that we'll be inside of the group doing that I think it's just good because then you get that like two-way interaction people can ask questions and um we can see kind of what people are kind of feeling about about the ideas that we're going to spin around today speak to you in real time so yes I'm up for this I am for this so if you are not already inside of our group make sure you're you are it is the wedding business hub on Facebook um show notes below anyway oh you're gonna link it she loves the link doesn't she she's always like, I write that down look it makes it easy for everyone to be able to access these things so group link in show notes is what i've wrote down so we've got four kind of things to keep your eye on over 2023 so not anything not too heavy it's definitely manageable and definitely good to know this really 
quite early on so that you can start to make those changes. I think especially now, you know, typically it's a little bit quieter um, for us. Um, and now is the time to kind of get your head around this stuff. And if anything that kind of needs changing or, you know, you haven't been happy with the results that you've got or you know that you need to kind of stay relevant and, and move with the times a little bit, um, put your efforts into these places. That's what we wanted to do this podcast today for, wasn't it? Exactly that, to give you a head start before, you know, before everybody else knows about these things. Then <laughs> what's wrong with me today? I don't know. Are you in a funny? I'm in a funk and you're in a funny. I'm in a real life <laughs> funk. not your funk because I'm in a funny. <laughs> yeah, because I can't, just before this, I was like, I'm in a right mood. <laughs> and then um, I've come on and moaned about the weather. <laughs> But hey, we're here. We're here for it. We're going to do it. Um, so do you want to take number one? Let's go for number one. So this is something that I think everyone at some point has rolled their eyes at. And we're talking about SEO. Sorry to say it, guys, but it's never been more important. And I think in the next kind of year, you really need to up your game. Not just SEO for your website. We're talking about SEO for all of your social media platforms that you're on and all of your, well, whatever outlet you are on, you, you're going to want to kind of be up in the SEO on those platforms. I'm talking about optimizing your profile, getting the keywords in there. Um, really, really get to grips with it in this next coming year. I think we knew that this one would come in because Instagram started to introduce um like searchable content via um kind of news that they were going to allow you to search for content via the caption mm -hmm. so we started to see a trend switch go from short captions to longer captions and then it was about getting your keywords in there hashtags obviously have always been an opportunity for you to put keywords into your content but this has been particular for facebook as well and that age old should we use hashtags on facebook yeah what is um, evident is that keywords are going to be really really important the keywords are those kind of terminology um, what your ideal client is searching for and um, just worth saying for anybody that doesn't already know typically the only places that are searchable on your um, Instagram profile were the hashtags that we, you were using which is really important that you should have a good hashtag strategy for your business we've got a hashtag directory out just a good shout for a little plug there um which has got all of the hashtags every, every year we redo that with all of the hashtags that you want to be keeping an eye on over the next 12 months so every year we come out with a new one we research those to death don't we and um got new categories and even more hashtags than ever before um but yeah that's that was the opportunity to put your keywords in and then we got the opportunity to put keywords in our bio um in in the name area of your bio as well which was searchable so you know we were constantly telling people you know you want to put your keywords in there you want to know who you um who you are what you do where you're from like who you serve in your keywords in the bio as well but what is becoming evident is not just on instagram but on facebook on tiktok yeah. as well is that those key search terms and SEO optimizing um, for searchable content um, is more important than ever before. And, and Pinterest, although Pinterest isn't a social media, it's worth mentioning. Think My, more, actually, think more like Pinterest. Think exactly, more like yeah. a Pinterest strategy, a Google strategy, um, in terms of getting that um, content in there and those keywords in there. 
just think about tweaking that content. Think about tweaking that caption to include some of your keywords um, and then getting the keywords into your hashtags as well. My prediction is kind of moving forward with this is, and you can kind of see it happening already, um, the other social media platforms are going to follow suit, aren't they? And it, it's going to kind of filter through to every single platform. So just, we just want to let you know, get your head of the game. I think the thing to think about here as well is the way that the algorithms work. So if you are putting out good content that is keyworded and um, th that goes into your strategy for 2023, especially if you haven't, if you're not already somebody that's confident on Instagram or confident on the social media platforms and your content doesn't reach as many people as you want it to or it doesn't resonate with as many people as you want it to, to you really not need to, to strip it back and start thinking about your content pillars and your keywords and who you are. Like what is the function of your social media? What are you trying to do? Are you building a brand? Are you wanting to get bookings? Where? What is the direction? What is the purpose? Um, and what you will find that will happen is that once you start to put the keywords in, into your bio, into your captions, into your hashtags, littered nicely, we don't want to keyword spam exactly mm -hmm. like on SEO, exactly like on Google. It needs to be natural and in the flow of conversation. So yeah, we don't want to look like a robot. <laughs> no, we don't want those kind of keyword spamming. That's a no-go. And and if the algorithms haven't already picked up on that by now, like that will yeah. come. Um, we want it to be done in a way like Instagram wants to be helpful to people. Social media wants to be helpful to people, you know, and more and more people are using social media for search. Like I do it. I've been doing it for years. So I always tell the story of when I moved into my new house and, and still I do this. So if I'm looking for decor ideas or if I'm looking for even outfit ideas or Christmas, like Christmas recently, like, food ideas or anything like that I don't go to Google I actually go to Pinterest or Instagram and I, I search through there and now that we've got shopping attached to that as well it's even easier for me to just find things and buy things without having to go through yeah. Google and and this is what's a real good tick in the box for independent businesses like we're not fighting that like now on Google like if I was searching for I don't know a desk or something like that on Google like the big companies would come up like not used a very good example <laughs> I like I'm trying to think of Oak furniture yeah like, like no veneer in here yeah big big businesses would come up um whereas on Instagram on on Pinterest it's yeah. more of your like independent there businesses um, and this is good news for independent businesses this is this is good news um but the way that the algorithm works is, is that you get your keywords right and then people start to engage with your content which they will if you're getting your keywords right mm -hmm. because you are appealing to those people. So you need to have good content matched with a good strategy. So the strategy is going to include, you know, everything that I talked about. What am I on social media for? What are my goals here? What keywords do I want to use? Who am I attracting? Who's my ideal client? Where are they hanging out? What times are they posting? You get all of that right and it will start to snowball and do it for you. The people who are interacting with interacting with your content already, Instagram and the other and the other social media platforms, TikTok, Pinterest, all of them, all of them have a newsfeed element, yeah. will then push more of that content to people. So then it won't matter as much to be including them because we've said this for a long time, haven't we? We we've said for a long time about what the algorithm is. I think it's like scares people, but the top and bottom of it is. If you are providing content that um, is relevant and they want to see, it will get looked at. It, it will get pushed out. 
Yeah, to more people that fit that profile, so more people that fit that demographic as well. So it becomes easier. So um, SEO, this is something that everybody just goes, ah, and like puts their heads in their hands about. But um, it's time to start thinking about an SEO um, strategy that includes your social media. It's not just for website, it includes your social media. For me, this doesn't seem as scary. Whereas if we were looking at this from a website point of view, and this is something that we're going to be working on over the next few weeks is our website and everything in that, I would be really overwhelmed at that task. But this actually, and it's much for like, really, isn't it? They're quite, quite similar. Yeah. So am I thinking, and have I, have I got this right? You know a little bit more about SEO than me. So, oh God, here we go. Uh, a tiny bit more. So if we're all more... Um, doing the seo for the social media is that going to pull through to kind of rankings is that how this works because the bots will scan and go oh is that all connected let me make sure i've got your question right so any content that's on social media is rankable anyway Mm -hmm. um, and that will come up on um google quite often before your actual website because obviously these social media platforms get quite a lot of hits a day but any content that you should put out there should have a purpose anyway. So any of the content that you're putting out, like we bash on about call to actions, what is the next thing that you want people to do? And is that to drive traffic to your website or is that to drive traffic to some place for them to book? Most people will be listening to this thinking, yes, I want to drive traffic to my website. Um, so yeah, like every everything helps. Like you can go into your Google Analytics. We've got that set up. We can see everywhere where our traffic comes from so we can see how many people have come through from facebook how many people have found us organically so organically would be that they've searched for one of our keywords in google Um, and they have come through to our website so that tells us well that keyword's working people are are searching for that they're coming through so if you don't have google analytics set up it's really easy to do and it's free and it just provides you with that really good information if you're at home thinking, oh my gosh, like I don't know what keywords to use, there are loads of keyword um, websites that will help you. And a lot of them that will um, look at the keywords of similar websites um, of yours or, or websites that are in your niche and give you keyword examples. So if you're listening, thinking, I've got no idea like what keywords to use. Um, I remember when we were doing some website work at the beginning of the year, I kind of just like, brain mashed about 50 down and I was like these are what I think my keywords are and and then passed them over to the um, people we were working with um but there are lots of websites that are able to help you um the more specific with your keywords as well the better quality of people that you'll get so that you'll get less people think about the pond and you know less people in the pond that you're kind of trying to um fight off less less of the businesses less noise um, but more more people who are interested in that service so it's really um good practice anyway in business to to um go over your keywords ensure that they're still relevant ensure that they are working and and with seo unfortunately it's not a one and done exercise a day it's something that just has to keep being keep being done but the good thing about social media like we said and some platforms like that pinterest is really good for this is that it it can provide that sort of evergreen content for that um content that doesn't lapse so for example like an instagram story would lapse an instagram post might be optimal for sort of like one to two days 
So if we post something on Instagram, we're probably going to get likes for about one to two days, probably going to get engagement. And then the feed has moved too fast. People are on to the next thing. Um, But with evergreen content, such as blogs, Pinterest posts, anything with kind of keyword rich content in there, it's more evergreen. People can come across it at any time. So to start thinking about that, and it will be interesting to see actually whether the content will be a little bit more evergreen going forward if we're using this this sort of approach. Well, that's the first thing ticked off. And it wasn't so scary, was it? The word SEO? No, we we got through it, didn't we, guys? We got through it. (laughs) So the next thing I'm going to talk about is, is another one of those things where we know it's important, but we don't really know what we're doing with it. And that's TikTok. TikTok, we already know, like, everybody's going on about it. We bang on about it. You should be on TikTok. Blah, 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 blah. But no, I'm seriously, this next coming year, it's going to really, really kind of blow up and you want to be, you want to be kind of getting to get to it before anybody else. Because I you think that's the thing about TikTok at the minute, isn't there? It's that um, there isn't so much competition. No. So it's one of those ones that it's up and coming. We've probably been hearing about TikTok for at least four years, I would say. Um, and then probably intentionally and like really honed down the last sort of two years. Um, but there's now like over 40% of people on TikTok are over 30. So, you know, before we were kind of seeing it as like a teenage sort of app yep. with content for teenagers. Now we're finding that over 40% of people in the over 30 category, which is pretty prime for our industry, Mm-hmm. or on tiktok um and what's great about that actually is you know tiktok is a creative platform and we are in the one of the most creative industries that we could be so you know when you marry those two things together sorry for the pun but <laughs> you really really do if you haven't already got a, a tiktok account set up go ahead after this pro- after this profile after this pod and get one set up and at least you know start dipping your toe you don't have to go in full bore 100% all of the time. And I would actually like to get um, somebody to come and do a TikTok pod with us so we can kind of learn along the way. But like, get your head out of the sand and get on TikTok. It's not for those, it's not for teens anymore. You really, really should be using it for your business for marketing purposes. Because it's a great one for organic reach. I know that you can get ads on TikTok, but you know, organically, you can do amazing things i think the exciting thing about tiktok that we don't get on the other platforms is that there's a real opportunity now for you to stand out by making content that is relevant for that over 30 market yeah so that bracket if your ideal client is sitting in that bracket and i imagine a lot of people people listening will be there's a real opportunity for you to be standing out in in that niche and dominating that space which you cannot get on instagram you cannot get on facebook like it's too saturated so um there's an opportunity there which doesn't come around that often um for for you to be standing out and by making content that is relevant and engaging to that audience um it it works like instagram as well by like um pushing out content that is relevant and interesting to that user so it learns what the user likes it learns what it is engaging with what it's liking and then it pushes out more content like that to them um and I know this because for example when I got my puppy 
I was looking at on TikTok so much, so many German Shepherd little TikTok videos. And that's all I get now. Literally, <laughs> dog, 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 cute dog, cute German, <laughs> just constantly. So it's literally gone, hey, this viewer's loving these videos of German Shepherds. And then they've shoved a thousand more in my face. So yeah, it is great like to flip that on its head and look at it from a marketing perspective. Yeah. Um, exactly. And this goes to show what we said with the first bullet point that we mentioned and the first um, tip that we gave and tactic to look out for for 2023. But more and more people are using TikTok like a search engine now. So like they're searching in TikTok for what they would usually search in Google for. Like German Shepherd puppies. <laughs> I don't use TikTok no. as a user, but yeah. my kids do. Like, and um, it would be interesting to see actually what they are searching for. Um, from a marketing perspective, yes, we know, um, don't know everything about it, but we know a bit about it, we get by on it for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and we're looking at it from more like a marketing algorithm use rather than a user. So I don't have loads of stories about, I bought this from there, I bought that from there, like I will have from Instagram, for example. But we know that more and more people are using it like a search engine. And the thing about it that is, good and just backs up our first point really is as well is they're increasing the characters and the captions aren't they which is making us um just reconfirm that first point yeah, that it's going to be about searchable terms in there it's going to be about getting your keywords in there it's going to be about that long form content rather than that short form content um and short form captions in there as well and another great thing that's happening like inside of gossip here on tiktok they are going to be um, bringing out geotagging. Now, some people might already have it, but it will be coming out um, kind of across the board. And they're going to be bringing out a local feed, which is like insane noon, noon, noon news for us in the industry because... This is good. I imagine this is going to be more like shopping. Like yeah, yeah. I bet they'll bring it out and then change it into like a shopping kind of thing. Yeah, I would have thought so. Let's, let's keep an eye on that. But like a local feed would be great. Yeah. I imagine being able to be like, all local wedding businesses to like mm. a, a couple or I'm thinking of it like a user myself like I can get this here and that hair and this here and like whatever I'm whatever it is that I need <laughs> <laughs> that you are looking for but great for couples that are getting married who are looking for local wedding businesses suppliers venues just I'm like yeah it's great actually because what will be good is obviously there's a process of people getting married whereby it's like venue take photographer take mm -hmm. what else do I need to arrange to get married here um and and the great thing will be like you've just said about like venue so imagine then your venue comes up and you're able to look at the local feed for your venue and then find actually suppliers that are close to that venue or have worked at that venue before it's just by creating content on TikTok you'll be able to um, get in on that. So when that is launched and when that goes live, your businesses are already ahead of the game. So if you don't have a TikTok strategy already or you're looking to kind of get on TikTok, um, give it a try, give it a play. Maybe One last thing about TikTok, actually, how, how you were saying about Instagram posts, you know, a couple of days of kind of shelf life. Within, with Instagram, with TikTok, you're looking at two to three weeks of where you can still be gaining engagement on the content that you put out. That's good. That's exciting. Yeah, like that is one of the most like bugberry things about social media, isn't it? Yeah. Like, 
being on the constant content train and having to create content, 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 content. Um, you know, you can always repurpose. I know like when we say, gosh, you know, another social media platform, more work, etc. You can totally um, repurpose. You can repurpose. Just don't, if you're going to reshare onto Instagram or vice versa, just make sure that the dimensions are right, that the um you're removing any watermarks or anything like that just because it will not be pushed out they're very clever and um, if your content isn't made to like correct dimensions it just will flop it will just not work and it will dilute your brand as well because it just yeah it doesn't look right no okay instagram let's talk about our favorite subject ba, ba, ba. the thing that we always bang on about is like consistency of content don't we like you need to be consistent on the ground but with social media across the board but actually what we're going to talk about today is like the quality of your content over the quantity because you can chuck content out left right and flipping center without any sort of purpose and then be like oh right what was the point in that i've got no engagement i've got i've got nothing but so get thinking of your content is what i'm telling you guys I think the thing here really is to like get that strategy sorted. Yeah. And if you mm-hmm. don't have a social media strategy and you want to put one together um, and you don't want to work with a social media strategist because it's out of your budget or you don't um, have the budget to hire a social media manager, for example, you can put one together quite easily. Um, you can either go online and like look at the free resources on there, go and learn about it, um, learn about content pillars, learn about what your audience wants. Uh, and write one yourself you can do that or the other thing you can do is um if you get our social media planner you're able to create a strategy through the social media planner so our social media planner um has points in it where we are pointing to you towards creating a, a rounded strategy for your social media that goes out and you can you can do that for like three or four platforms, can't you? You can, and I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna put the planner link. I'm gonna put the planner link in, <laughs> in the show notes. Please, I'm writing that one down. That's three links that's going in here. <laughs> in the show notes. Um, in the show notes. But no, our planner flies off the shelf. Like people love it, raving about it. it. Go and check it out. It it's about that quality content. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also reels as well so like tiktok's the same it's a video platform we've just talked about the relevance of tiktok we've talked about why that is going to only get bigger and bigger in 2023 and what's going on with that as well now video content was massive in 2022 so if you're somebody that doesn't have a video strategy in terms of their marketing strategy yet it's just as simple as you know creating a bit of a video at the end of a wedding or at the end of a setup or whatever it is, a before and after. Biggest tip would be don't overthink it. Just like yeah. get the camera out and video. It Those doesn't are- have to be a piece of camera, like talking to camera. It doesn't have to include live videos. It doesn't have to include, you know, interviewing other suppliers or, you know, walking around venues and doing venue tours or anything like majorly professional whatsoever. It you just need to have some sort of video element. It can even be, you know, we all see these fancy reels with um, transitions and, you know, somebody's stamping on the floor and then all of a sudden there's like a swirl and they change clothes. I don't do any of those. Like, I haven't got the time to be, like, doing that, to be honest. I haven't got 
two hours to put into a reel that you know may or may not flop like you don't know until you put them out um so it's about simplifying that as much as possible you know using some decent music making sure that your images are crisp making sure that they're relevant using a lengthy caption we talked about captions already getting those keywords in there using appropriate hashtags all of this is strategy so if you are somebody that is flying by the seat of your pants that is just posting and thinking I need to put something out on social media I'll just post that that that'll do it's not going to hold up like it's not going to hold up and you will have a much more consistent flow of bookings if you put in a strategy and much more consistent social media as well if you put in a strategy that speaks to your ideal client that nurtures that client from you know knowing nothing about your business to like receiving value from you then engaging more with your content to then you know subscribing to your content because you produce good content to then you know becoming an inquiry and then going on to being a booking and that's what we want we want a strategy that takes the client through those stages and at the end of the day you are creating content because you are wanting to get seen so you you need to make sure that that content is of decent quality or it's just you're wasting your time and we're not making the work as well exactly yeah and i think the other thing to just mention here as well is that Instagram are paying creators now for their content, that so they're paying creators to create reels. Um, I mean, I would love it if, if Instagram are listening and they want to pay us. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I don't think it's coming for small businesses. Just going to say, like, it's going to be for the ones with hundreds of thousands of followers and stuff like that. Influential It just goes to show that they are placing a lot of traction behind video, a lot of traction around reels so it's time to get intentional about it and like to have a separate reel strategy in terms of you know even if you just share one a week mm-hmm. like, um I, I think if it's not here already for some accounts it will be coming this year at some point um the ability to schedule reels um will be coming which will be a game changer actually because um what I've been doing is that I'll film it and I'll save it on my phone or yeah. I'll film it and save it in the like saved reel section, write out the caption and then I will post it like when I, when I want it to go out. But the thing that happens with that quite a lot is that it will glitch or I'll, I'll lose the sound or I'll lose the video. I've or I'll lose so many things. times, like I've done this reel and it's bloody gone, bloody disappeared. <laughs> And it's just frustrating. Like you pour time into that, and then it yeah. glitched, and then this, it's done that. So, um, that will be good. Like if yeah. they if they could hurry up and get on with that, that would be great. Because then we could just batch our reels, do do um a few. Like if you're somebody that hasn't tried this before, like one a week. I need to get more intentional with our reels this year. Like I went through a period of um doing quite a lot probably two three a week and then um as we've got busier and busier it's yeah. off like anything the more consistent you are the more like the, the better your engagement will become and make sure as well on reels on, and on this subject that if you are speaking that you put the captions on please i think the thing um yeah on all video do that on our stories all video yeah um i think video. the thing as well and this is probably actually why like, I paused the reels a little bit because we wanted to test out whether if we actually um, 
did more carousels, whether that whether we would see a significant dip. Reels are great at reaching new audiences, and then your your other content is good at converting them. Yeah, which is why it's really important that you've got your social media strategy right. And I know I keep harking on about that, but that is so that you are reaching the right clients. That like we don't want to be. There's no point your reel going viral. There's no point your content going viral if it's reaching people in the, in America and you don't serve America. You cannot, you know, be at those weddings. Like there is no point. So this is why it is important that your keywords are right, that your bio is set up correctly, that your whichever platform you are on that your social media strategy for that platform is reaching your ideal client. If you took a cross-section of um, your followers, the people that are engaging, the people that are viewing your stuff, what are you going to see? Are, are they going to be your ideal client? Yeah, and, and they need to be, otherwise there's no point. There is no point. There's no point reaching 100,000 people if they're all on the other side of the world and you cannot serve them anyway. You know, it's good for like vanity metrics and it's good to be like, whoa, I've gone viral, fantastic. But but there's no point if it's not going like, um, to turn into something. It needs to turn into something for you, turn into money, you turn into profit. So um, don't get lost in the viral. No, we need you to kind of think, go back a step, think about target market. Am I reaching my target market? What are the, the reels they want to see? What are the videos they want to see? Um, you know, are my keywords right? If I could have a pound for every time I said keyword in this, in this one. We have um, Am I reaching my ideal client? I'm breaking that down on my content pillars, right? Breaking that down to ensure that you are reaching the right people. Because we are not in business to just do things for no reason. Like, we've all got limited time in the day to be getting on with like the one million things we need to be doing so we need to be like the stuff that we are doing it's intentional it's going to be getting us bookings it's going to be increasing our brand awareness or nurturing people that follow us already into clients or it's going to be attracting new clients that we can serve not clients on the other side of the world and it needs to be like doing one of those functions otherwise what is the point what is the point the fact that you spoke about you know we've there's only so much time in the day like segues nicely on to kind of the next thing that we're going to talk about because wouldn't it be nice you know to get your clients booking on a bit of autopilot (laughs) so what we're talking about here is email marketing and it's another one of those scary ones on the surface but it doesn't actually have to be that scary once you've broken it down into what it is what's its purpose how you do it it is a great thing for you to have put into your business that's gonna you know build that no like and trust and then get people get well not people but couples booking in your emails (laughs) why would you not want that the best thing about email marketing is there's less competition and then the second the second really good thing about email marketing is these people have opted in to hear from you. So they're warm already. They're warm already. They've heard about you already. Either they've come across you from Google or Facebook or they've met you at a wedding fair. They've got some sort of touch point with your business. And what we want to do with email marketing is, um, and why it's important to kind of think about integrating this into your business, is... If you're having traffic hit your website and then leave, 
you're not in control. Mm-hmm. Like they've gone. You know nothing about that person. You don't know when they're getting married. You don't know any details about that person, and they've they've gone. Um, whereby if you can get their email address and they opt in to hear from you, they're interested in hearing from you, and and the control shifts, and you get more control you can then reach out to that client and you can have a conversation with them you can nurture them whether you do that on autopilot or whether you do that on you know there there are plenty of people that I know that still prefer to pick up the phone and have sales calls on the phone however you do it by by getting people to leave their details that control shift to you and you're able to you know find out when their date is now it might be that they're not getting married for four years however that you don't know that if you don't know that so if you have a process on your website whereby you are capturing information and feeding that into an email marketing list or a CRM, you're able to kind of diarize like who who you need to contact when, what emails you need to send when, who you need to reach out to when. And this seems like a lot of work. However, a lot of our stuff is done on email marketing on autopilot. It nurtures people. We set up a lot of sequences with people in the yeah. um, in the summer of last year. Um, we worked with um, six people, six businesses. We worked with six businesses that didn't have this inside their business. And we um, created like a lead capture. We created um, a, a valuable tool that couples would want from that from uh, that business yeah. to get people to their website and to, to convert people to leave their details. And then we, we came up with a nurture sequence of five emails that then took um, that client from look to book across the sequence of emails, didn't we? And we had really good feedback about it. Um, and then we had people that were like, oh my word, people have booked, like, people have booked through this. You know, they've they've come across my freebie, they've come across my lead magnet, and I haven't even had a conversation with them and they've booked. Um, which we know this works because this is something we've had in, in our business for a little while. Um, but it just goes to show that it can work for the wedding industry too. Like a lot of um, booking comes from no like and trust. We know that we need that. Yeah. Um, and the good thing about email marketing and having a, a really solid nurture email sequence is that that can be being done on autopilot. Who doesn't want that? Like, and what's really good about stuff like this is once it's set up and once you've got that. Um, that kind of opt-in and you've got that freebie that they're going to receive once they've filled out the form and signed up you can take that to a wedding fair a dead easy way of getting of like catching people's details that way have a little kind of ipad fill it out ping they get the freebie you get their details let the nurture begin sounds like some sort of dating thing like um the best thing about it though is that they're warm already and that's yeah. the best thing about it like they've they've either come across your website because they're in the research stage of their booking process their buying process they're in the re- that research stage or they've already had a touch point with you via socials or via you know a wedding fair or recommendation whatever it is and then they have chosen to leave their details with you so you're already like that pool of people like it's smaller, smaller. And the noise is less so like on social media if i can if I can just give you a good example would be you put your post out we know that we are vying for attention we know that when we go on social media or we go on Instagram we go on Facebook we very rarely are intentional now I obviously spoke earlier about you know sometimes I'll open Pinterest to search for 
I don't know, a new desk or whatever it is that I want, or wall paneling or a piece of art. Loves the desk. And that's where it's important to have your keywords, like keywords, yeah. keywords, keywords, good strategy. Let's get those people who are warm in that way. Um, but generally, when people open their social media, they're being bombarded with messages left, right, and center from their friends, from their family, from, you know, who, what their neighbor had for dinner, to, you know, so and so is watching this on Netflix, to ads, to it's noise. It's a noisy place, right? Plus, from other businesses as well. So, not just your business, you are vying for attention from that client, from not just their friends, their family, but all of the other photographers and all of the other florists and all of the other. 1 million businesses, 1 million billion businesses that are all also posting on social media as well. Whereas we eradicate 99% of that noise inside of an inside of an email inbox. Yeah. And well, well, I was just going to say, and that's why it's so, it's so important. And you've already got your foot in your door because they have left their details. I think I think it scares people because it's um it it feels spammy. Mm-hmm. But these people, like exactly what you said, they've left their details. They want to hear from you, and we're not telling you to spam them at all. It's, um, yeah, it's only spammy if you make it spammy. Yeah, like we're not saying that at all. What we're saying is you want a structure that you walk somebody through, getting to know you, getting to like you, getting to trust you, knowing that you are good at your job sharing your experience um, in a really structured way. And we, we came up with a structured way, didn't we, that yeah. we worked with businesses in the summer about. Um, we'll probably open that back up next summer, won't we? We'll probably yeah. look to do that in the summer of this year. Um, where we, like, a really, we really looked at, like, the psychology of the process of um, clients buying and, and where they would be in the journey and nurturing that throughout the email sequence. Um, and then putting touch points in or putting things in to back up that trust, putting that um, putting things in to back up that like and trust, um, really getting to know that client, uh, ideal client for each person. So if you're looking to do this for yourself, that's what you need to be doing. You need to be thinking about who's my ideal client, what do they want, what do they want to know about me, what stage of the journey are they going to be at, what do they want to know, how can I build up trust, how can I build up expertise and credibility? Yeah. And then how can I nurture that in, that into a sale without being spammy? And that's what you need um, to be thinking about doing. And I really enjoyed kind of setting them up for people. And it is worth saying as well that probably rewind, ooh, probably even a year and a half ago, I knew nothing. Like you obviously knew like a little bit about email marketing, but I knew nothing about it. And now I'm like, fully fledged love it everybody should be doing it and it's not like i said um when we started talking about this subject once it's broken down it's not as complicated as what may first seem it's, all, it's also great for like let's move away from like getting bookings for a second it's also good for when you've got the book in so usually like as wedding professionals yeah. we get the book in and yeah. then that client doesn't hear from us for like a really long time until the wedding and then you'll start to get like contact from the client hey like you are a makeup artist for the day aren't you or hey i just want to make sure that like we're still on for such and such by having like email marketing 
and segmenting your audience, which is really, really, really easy to do from, you know, people to nurture and people who have booked. You are able to kind of send out like a monthly or a quarterly newsletter. This is what has been going on in our business. Like we're really looking forward to a busy summer with X and X and X clients. Um, And it can, it can either be, it can be as complex or as simple as you want it to be. So if I was making it really simple, I would send out a generic newsletter, probably quarterly, maybe a little bit more often, um, just to kind of say, hey, this is what's been going on in our business. Here's a few blogs that I've written over the last few months if you wanted to check them out. Um, really looking forward to working on so-and-so's and so-and-so's wedding. Here's a few bits of my work. Really looking forward to catching up with you over the next few weeks or months and then sign it off. And if I wanted to um, make it more complex, I would have a full CRM behind that that would personalize parts of that email. So I would write out a template, and then in that email, it would personalize the couple's name, it would personalize the detail about their wedding, it would personalize like what was the next point of contact I would have for that person, um, and and get that into the email. And that's a, a little bit more complex, but it is doable. Either way that, that you do that, you come across so professional that I would have loved that when I was getting married. It's like you said, you book a service and then tumbleweed. It's like nothing, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. like nothingness. So it would have just been nice, just just for mine, just to you know have that. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm still on their radar. Um, and some wedding planning tips along the way as well would have been incredibly useful to me. Yeah. So hopefully we've given you kind of some direction as to where to like focus your efforts. We're we're all like, you know, small teams of people with not endless resources and definitely not endless pots of cash to kind of put into our marketing strategies. But hopefully we've given you some tactics to go and to implement in 2023 and some direction for you to be able to focus on over the next few uh, months. Uh, as ever if you need anything you can get hold of us you can pop into our facebook group the wedding business hub or you can email us and we'd be happy to help and we'll look forward to you on the next podcast nice hit i've ruined that last bit why would i do that i'm gonna keep that in nice to see you see you bye bye